0: This is the Mark Butler Show, episode 20. Yesterday, I sent a newsletter to the markbutler.com newsletter, and if you're not on it, I'd love for you to go join it at markbutler.com. In that newsletter, I said, if you don't have a knowledge problem, meaning if you understand how to create value and solve problems in your chosen area of work, and if you don't have a product problem, meaning if people have bought whatever you're, you're selling then all that's left is the marketing. And the only thing standing between you and me, if we have enough knowledge and if we have a product that has succeeded at any level, the only thing standing between us and our big goals is the willing to market, market, market over a period of years. A few hours after I sent the newsletter, I got an email from a marketing agency and the owner of the agency was proposing to do marketing for me. She said, I've gotten amazing results in my business doing some amazing things right now, I know I can help you achieve your goals with Let's Do the Books, which is my video course that sells for about 200 bucks. And usually, when I get pitched marketing services, I dismiss it immediately. I don't know why. Maybe because of some experiences I've had with outsourcing marketing activities in the past. Not that I even blamed the marketing agencies I've worked with in the past, but I'll explain why those experiences didn't really make me excited to outsource marketing activities. But this time I decided, you know what? I need to pause and I need to give this some thought because maybe this person or someone like her could accelerate my goals with Let's Do the Books. So then I had to spend some time thinking about what does it mean to outsource marketing? Marketing is too broad of a term to just say, yes, I'm going to outsource my marketing. And I've heard my clients say it over the years. I'm going to hire some people to help me with my marketing. What does that mean exactly? Let's really dive into that for a second. If we take Let's Do the Books as an example, again, my $200 video course that teaches people how to become their own CFO in their online business or their coaching business or consulting practice. Let's start at the point of sale. They're paying me $197 for a few hours worth of video that will turn them into their own CFO and solve their financial stress and and just allow them to be a happier, more successful business owner. Okay, so they're giving me $200. What's the very last step before they give me the $200? Well, they're on a sales page. What's on the sales page? A headline, some body copy and or a video, and a call to action. Where are they right before they're on the sales page? They're probably in some sort of email nurture sequence, right? They've gone through a series of emails that introduce me, introduce my expertise, connect with them, at the level of their problem, so that they understand that I understand their problem and I know how to fix it. That's what goes on in that email series. Well, what happens in each one of those emails? Well, you've got a subject line, which is a headline. You've got body copy, and you have a call to action. Now, the call to action on the sales page is buy my thing. The call to action in an email is usually go to my sales page. What's the step before the email sequence? Probably an opt-in page. What's on the opt-in page? Well, a headline, a little bit of body copy or a lot of body copy, depending on how you approach your, your opt-in pages, and a call to action in the form of an, a form, you know, an opt-in form. What's the step before the opt-in page? Well, it's either some sort of content marketing piece, like a guest post on another blog or a post on my own website or me on a podcast where they heard me, which is just another form of content. And what happens in each one of those formats? Well, a headline, some body copy, and a call to action. And what if they didn't come through a content marketing piece? What if they came through an advertising campaign like a Facebook campaign? What did they see? Well, they saw a headline of some sort, some body copy or a video, and a call to action. The call to action being, go get on my list. At every stage the whole process boils down to headlines, body copy, messages, uh, videos, whatever, and calls to action at every stage. So if I'm outsourcing my marketing, what I'm really outsourcing is either someone to help me figure out what I should write as my headlines, my body, you know, the, the body, the main messages, and the calls to action, or I'm hiring someone to do that for me. And then I'm deciding which medium it's going to be. Is it, is it a blog post? Is it an advertising campaign? Is it both? Is it a podcast? Is it someone else's podcast? It's just applying this headline body call to action format in any one of 10 different places, 10 different formats or channels, right? That's what I'm doing when I'm outsourcing my marketing. Well, what does it take to write an effective headline for my particular product, it takes a deep understanding of a few things. It takes a deep understanding of my customer, who they are, what they're facing, where they're frustrated, whether they're price sensitive or not price sensitive, how they're, how they're accustomed to being marketed to. It also takes a deep understanding of me and of my product. What's my voice in my marketing What's my comfort level with pricing and with different product mixes? Am I a person who just wants to sell one product for 197 or am I comfortable with the idea of creating a series of front-end products that might cost $7 or $27 or $97 that, that allow me to offset the cost of, of my advertising so that I have a lot more leads? Am I comfortable with that? Am I not comfortable with that? Am I capable of creating those front-end products? Do I have the bandwidth to create those front-end products? All of these things come into the conversation around outsourcing my marketing. And it's my experience that if I don't have a lot of those things figured out to some degree, then outsourcing any of them is going to fail. Let me take you back about eight years to when Court, my business partner at the time, and I were building our membership business, and we were succeeding we had a nice base of members and we were growing all of our members at the time were coming through either affiliates which is a form of word of mouth advertising it's paid word of mouth but our affiliates knew us they and they knew us really well and we knew them really well so basically we were just giving some referral commissions to our friends and to our customers we weren't doing big sort of partner deals where we'd go to somebody who didn't know us and say hey you've got a big list will you pitch our stuff that wasn't us it was it was very much kind of a paid word of mouth situation that's what our affiliates were and we were also getting traffic from search engines well we decided that we wanted to accelerate by hiring an agency to to create and maintain a pay-per-click campaign, which at the time was Google AdWords, because back then Google AdWords was really the only way you were going to advertise online other than banners and stuff like that. These days, of course, it's all Facebook, but at the time it was AdWords, so we hired this agency to ramp up our marketing by doing a bunch of ad buys for us. We paid them something like $4,500 to set it all up, and then we were paying, I think, $2,000 a month ongoing for the ad management. Well, it was a total flop. And within three or four months, we fired them, which cost us a few thousand dollars to get out of the relationship because we'd signed a contract. And as I look back, I don't blame the agency for a second. I think they were excellent at what they did. They did a great job for other businesses. But we were a terrible client. And the reason we were not a good client is because we had no idea at the time how to effectively test and convert paid traffic. We did not have a sequence of emails that would warm up and then convert a cold prospect that came through a paid advertising campaign. So we knew how to write headlines and body copy and calls to action for people that came from friends, in other words, our affiliates, or who came through search engine optimization but the only reason I can say we were good at dealing with the people who, who came through, through SEO is because they didn't cost us anything day-to-day, so we didn't really have to optimize for them. It was really kind of a throwing a bunch of, a mud, of mud on the wall and seeing what stuck situation because we might only convert one out of a 1,000 search engine visitors, but because those didn't technically cost us anything, we could afford to be that bad. Well, when you're paying to advertise, you can't afford to be that bad. It very quickly exposes your inability to connect with, to nurture and convert a relatively cold prospect. So we were a client that at the time were in no position to benefit from the expertise of an outside marketing agency. Contrast that with other businesses that I've seen do really, really well outsourcing their marketing, specifically outsourcing paid advertising campaigns to agencies. These are businesses that have a lot of experience converting a lot of different types of traffic to paid products. These are also businesses that typically tend to have a lot of cash on hand so that they can afford to to pay the quote unquote tuition that it takes to figure out paid advertising. So they could eat some losses for a while as they figured out their new system. They not only had the cash for it, but they have the stomach for it. In order to outsource any part of your marketing, you have to have some combination of those things the cash to absorb the learning curve, and the stomach to deal with the losses that are inevitable during that learning curve. Because you might be really good at converting one specific type of visitor, but when you want to shift into a more accelerated situation with paid advertising, you will very quickly find out whether or not your offers actually convert. So it's my opinion that it's really, really hard, bordering on impossible, to go from almost no sales through paid channels to lots and lots of sales through paid channels unless you have a big pile of cash and an iron stomach. That doesn't mean you can't do it, and that doesn't mean I don't want to do it. I would love to do it. What I have to do first is get into the paid advertising game myself and get just enough experience with it so that I can become a savvy client for an excellent marketing agency. So that I can collaborate with that agency and say, I have enough experience knowing what sort of works that now I can combine my experience with what sort of works and works at a very small scale with your expertise that works at a large, with what works at a large scale. And we put those two things together, combine those with an iron stomach and some patience, and then we can create a real win together. So I've got to go through my own little internship when it comes to paid advertising to prepare myself to be a great client for a company that can take me to scale. And by the way, I think the exact same thing applies with any other type of marketing. We could be talking about content marketing. I'm talking about Facebook advertising right now, but we could be talking about content marketing. If a person does not have a track record of writing effective copy, effective content that people love and respond to, if you don't have that, going out to a content marketing agency to help them scale up your content marketing, I think it's guaranteed to fail because you don't have a track record of any success in that area. And you're trying to shortcut. So can you outsource your marketing? Yes, you can. But you can't abdicate your marketing. The difference between outsourcing and abdicating is in outsourcing, we're taking something that's already working to a degree and we're ramping it up using the expertise of an outside agent or agency. In abdication, we're hiding from marketing. We're hiding from the work and from the learning curve because it's uncomfortable for us. And we're thinking that we can skip all of that by just hiring an outside, outside, outside expert. And that's doomed. So I'm happy to have a conversation with any, any marketing agency who says that they can accelerate my results when it comes to generating leads for my product. But in that conversation... I have to very quickly discern two things. Number one is whether they actually have the track record and the expertise to serve my type of business, my type of product, my customer. And am I a person that can benefit from their expertise if they actually have it? Or do I still have to work, some work to do on myself before I can benefit from their expertise? If those two things work out, If they have the track record of success and if I've developed myself to be the client that can succeed with them, then by all means, you got to move forward with that. But if not, then you have to recognize opportunity always meets us at the level of our own preparation. So I've got to prepare myself for that acceleration opportunity that comes with an effective outsourced marketing agency. In the meantime, you and I have to be doing the same thing. We have to be constantly working on the quality of our headlines and the messaging in our copy and the calls to action. We have to be working on understanding our our ideal prospect better and better and figuring out how to serve that person and solve their problems so that when we have an opportunity to scale up our marketing, we're prepared to take advantage. That's what I have for you this week. Go to markbutler.com and sign up for the newsletter. And hey, if you love the podcast and you haven't left me a review yet, do me a favor and go over to iTunes and leave me a review. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're loving how you're spending your days at work. And I will talk to you next week.